0: Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we go on a journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 49. We are so close to episode 50, which feels so wild to me. And actually, last week, was the one-year anniversary of this podcast being out and weekly episodes coming out. Now, I did, as I do with all of my entrepreneurial life projects, I did take a break in December, so that's why we didn't hit 52 weeks last week uh, because there are a few weeks of break in there for my winter break. Um, But I'm just really feeling touched by the fact that I've been doing this for a whole year now, all the seasons, all the cycles that happen on earth have happened (laughs) while I've been consistently showing up for this podcast. And I think for me, that one year mark feels really profound because the original Love Signals love letter project that I did June of 2020 into June of 2021 was a one year long project and it spanned from my 29th birthday to my 30th birthday and that was like the powerful catalyst that has created this and created so many other things in my life and there's just something I don't know there's just something profound about a year I think as I've gotten older as one does (laughs) I'm really aware of how time moves by so differently. I don't know if you remember, I know I've talked about this with friends, how when I was a kid, summertime felt like it was just forever. Sometimes it almost was uncomfortably long. I was eager to get back to school and back to my friends. And it just felt like it just went on and on and on. And somebody once pointed out to me that it's a relative thing because If you've only been alive for five years and three months, and you're spending three months, right? Is that how long summer break is? Let's just say two months because three months feels so scandalous. So let's just say two, two and a half months on summer break. Two and a half months of your five or six year long life is a lot of that life, like ratio wise. Whereas two and a half months of being alive for 25 years or 30 years, it's not... It's not as big of a percent of how much I've been alive. And so it makes sense that time moves faster as we have more of it in a way, just because of like the weight that that time is given, I think, by our our bodies and minds. And yet, you know, here I am really trying to pay attention to, okay, here's, you know, at, at this time in a year, this is when something started, this is when something ended, this is when we're circling back around. There's something about that solar cycle, the earth going around the sun and landing on the same kind of place, right, as it was a year ago That that's really touching for me. And it's kind of cool, actually, because as I was preparing, as I often do, I feel rather like there's a lot of divine inspiration as I prep for these episodes, but I was I was prepping for tonight's episode, today's. I'm recording this at night, but <laughs> whenever you listen to it, is great. Um, I grabbed this beautiful blue and gold journal that I have. It's like handmade paper. It's so pretty. Um, I just grabbed it on my way out to the studio. And then when I sat down and opened it up to look for a love letter, it was maybe one or two pages after I initially opened it, where I discovered this section where basically this book is from the transition from January to, or sorry, December into January uh, between 2020 and 2021, which was a really powerful time during the year-long love letter project because I moved right at the beginning of the year. And what I found that I'd love to read to you all today is something I wrote where I was, it's not exactly a love letter, it's actually where I was trying to dialogue with my soul. And there was this prompt that I was, uh, that I landed upon somewhere on YouTube (laughs) that asked as, as we were preparing for the new year, right? This was like around kind of the new year energies and it asked, what does my soul want to tell me today? And this reminds me of something I was just adding to the Love Signals book, just like last week or so, which was there's like there's this really fun section of the book, uh, part three. And <laughs> there's three parts. And part three is where I give kind of helpful tips and guidance and templates and like a quick start guide and prompts for journal ideas and all of that and one of the sections is helpful tips and I first it was three helpful tips but then I was like no there's a fourth and that is don't overthink it just let your pen flow and this is a principle that I realize has been true throughout a lot of the love letter writing project and I feel it too with the podcast where because this is this whole thing that I'm doing, it's not about being super mm, educated about the topic or super knowledgeable or super like intellectual. I, I'm available to geek out about it and read books and bring you all interesting ideas and concepts and talk about how they interact with love signals. I know we've talked about Joseph Campbell's Heroes, Journey Wheel, and the Enneagram and like so many other things. And I love that. But this podcast and the Love Letter Project itself and just love signals in general to me is more about opening myself up to be connected to the divine, connected to God, connected to love in its purest form and to be expressing that in the unique way that I'm meant to express that. And so it's not necessarily something that I learn with my mind and through study. It's more something I feel like I learn through deep presence and quiet and consciously choosing to practice connecting with my heart more again again and again and again and again. And so this idea of not overthinking and instead letting it flow really has been a guiding principle throughout all of this. And, you know, these, these podcasts are off the cuff. The part that I read every week is just either an excerpt from a book or a letter from one of my journals. But most of this, you know, I give myself a loose outline of themes that I'd like to explore, but my main goal isn't to perfectly share ideas that I've somehow figured out with you all. My goal is actually to come into this space of this podcast and like play with the creative energy that meets me here. And I think that's part of as I'm, it's, you know, I know I talked a few episodes ago about a breath of fresh air. I feel like part of the breath of fresh air that's finding me, incre- it's more incremental. It's not like a big gust of wind. It's more of like a, a slow breeze that's building and filling up the sails of my heart and mind and it's this sense of like you you get to play when you show up for this podcast you get to play with love and with these ideas and see what happens so it's it's very explorative and uh whimsical really (laughs) so with all that said I would love to share this journal entry from January of 2021 with you all, which is not a love letter, but one of these core moments of not overthinking and just letting my pen flow and really trying as as best I could, as best as I could surrender to it, to simply let love and whatever love's wisdom wanted me to know in that moment to come through. Right, So it's I don't, I don't really see what, what I'm about to read here as something that I said. I, I see it as more something that I received. And let yourself receive it as well and see what resonates. Okay. What does my soul want to tell me today? You are right where you need to be. Please slow down each day so you can listen to the quiet nudges of creativity and inspiration we are sending to you. There is profound creative energy in you and there is magic eager to express through you. Spend time with your breath and body. Listen and hold space for all that is seeking to come through you. Relax around the other stuff work, money, your body, your family, your friends, and just come back to the quiet and the messages we have for you. It's a beautiful dance, and you know the steps deep in your cells. How fun is that? Ah, <laughs> oh, I love that. And it feels so, so apropos, so appropriate for this theme that seems to be coming through rather organically of not only the year year time reflections, right? This is a beginning of the year reflection that I was doing, but here we are at the year. It's been over a year that the podcast has been out and I'm doing some reflections and I just love it. But also this theme of emphasizing being a vessel, being open and and in co-creation with the divine, with love, rather than letting it be such an emphasis or making it. It really feels more like a forcing, like I'm making it, making it such an emphasis on me and what I'm doing and I'm making this happen and I'm making this happen and I'm also going to do that and I'm going to do that. <laughs> I can feel as I say those words, I can feel this tension building in me because I think sometimes what happens when we start to uh, kind of tunnel our vision onto the individual that we are and what we can do is that we kind of forget and start to close some of those open doorways, open valves that allow us to be in communion and in connection with love and with the divine and with god this this energy that's so much bigger than us that really chose for us to be here now at least that's what i believe i really believe that we are here right now right here in this moment on purpose and we may never know the exact reason for why we're here but that's okay for me there's just peace in the idea that i'm here for a reason and then the next question that comes up for me is okay, how can I be of service? How can I how can I return the favor of getting to be alive, getting to exist? How can I show up and honor the gift that is being alive right now? And it feels so good to me to open up to this sense of a bigger energy that is helping me and not just helping me, but like, I want to use the word using, but that doesn't feel quite right. It's like, it's like, um, it really feels collaborative. So I think I'll, I'll use that terminology, right? Rather, cause I almost want to say like using me to bring love and light and whatever, you know, energy I'm here bringing to the world there's almost this more collaborative feeling of love dancing with me like I said at the end of that entry you know this is a beautiful dance and you know the steps deep in your cells I f- I feel that sense of the energy that is love is also an energy that lives in the cells of my body and Part of the joy that I feel when I open up to love and when I take time to consciously connect with love through prayer, through journaling, through quiet contemplation, through gently gazing at the sunrise or the sunset or really letting myself savor the presence of wildlife or nature or the sweetness of someone I love, hearing their voice, holding their hand, giving them a hug, whatever it might be. Part of what I feel when I consciously take time to connect with love and with that appreciation, that shimmery appreciation, is I feel almost like this warm hum in the cells of my body. Like it's lighting up, like it's, ooh, there it is, there it is. Yes, this is, this is what you're here for. Follow that feeling, follow that love, follow that presence, and this is something that oh, this is the thing that gets me so excited about love signals is that i really really believe that this is something we can all connect with and that it can be simple it it's it's not it's not rocket science and it's not something expensive it's not it's i mean that's the thing about god that's the thing about love it's it's here right now and so often we think there's steps between us and that love, but there's actually no step. I mean, sure, it's nice to break it down into steps if you're feeling disconnected from it, you know, okay, well, maybe take the step of taking a break, taking a pause, taking a breath, asking for a reminder, asking for a sign, asking for a love signal, right? So sure, those are steps. But oh my gosh, those are so much simpler than (laughs) I'm in the process of redesigning my website and doing the final stages of uploading the book and um, getting a YouTube channel launched. And if you want to know steps, there are a lot of steps for all that kind of stuff. Like that is robust step action. But love is here right now. Like I, I wish I could bottle up this feeling and and just and just send it out to you all. <laughs> and maybe that's really what I'm trying to do here in this podcast. <laughs> because it's like I can I can just say the word of like love is here. And I think because I feel that so deeply in my heart, it almost makes me want to cry. I feel it so deeply in my heart and even down deeper into my solar plexus and I almost feel it all the way through my bones. I feel it so much and I, I can just say those words and it's like, I feel myself coming home again. I feel the depth of the truth of it and it's such a beautiful truth. It's bigger than anything I've ever known and it's bigger than any fear or any challenge that I as a human may encounter. And yes, there are still definitely times in my day-to-day life where it is hard for me to connect with that feeling. And it's humbling to realize that even though the depth of my love signal connection is so, I mean, woo, it's robust, there are still times where I can feel like like a ship that is untethered from the shore that got lost in a storm. And I just want to find my way back. But this idea, I think so often, part of why I'll stay stuck in that painful space is because I'm just all the way in my head thinking that something needs to change for me to be okay. Whether it's me, whether it's the external environment, a person, a situation... But even this idea that I need to process it in a certain way, I need to do a certain technique to process it in a certain way, I need to whatever, like all those thoughts that, that keep me thinking that it's on me. I have to figure this out. I have to fix this to feel okay again. That's the only way the ship will go back to shore. And I'm realizing as I say this, like it seems almost annoyingly simple and I'll I'll have to report back to you all about how this goes but I actually think that part of why the pain lasts as long as it does is because like I was sharing at the beginning there's this closing off of the valves to love when I start to think it's me I have to do it I have to figure it out I have to fix it I have to I have I I I I I I I have to do it And that's just not the true full picture because love is here and, and love wants to help and love wants us to turn towards it again and again. God wants us to turn towards God again and again and to let ourselves receive, receive that support, receive that guidance and to It's, it's, it's vulnerable in a way to have faith and to let go of thinking it's me. It's me. I could do it. I, 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 you know, (laughs) I feel like I'm about to break into song. There's faith and there's a vulnerability to that. Um, I'm a very independent person and there are many ways in my life that I'm learning that not only is it beautiful, and connecting to let myself rely on other people. But it actually allows me to and enables me to create things beyond what I could even imagine and beyond what um, I could do on my own. And so I think that's true, you know, human to human in collaboration, but I think that's even more true when it comes to letting, letting ourselves collaborate with love, collaborate with God Letting it not just be us, not just be, you know, and, and, you know, I think part of the seduction of, and I, and I think all of this comes back to balance. I don't think that being self-reliant is bad or being independent is bad. Definitely not. I just think it's about balance, right? Sometimes we can, we find something that kind of works and has led to some success of creating more ease or certain benefits in our lives, but then sometimes we'll like double down on it and we miss out on the things that might contrast it or counterbalance it and and create a more diverse and dynamic life for us. So, yeah, because because on the positive side of independence, self-reliance, all of that, there's a lot of empowerment there. I know I've really loved uh, learning about self-help because – at least a lot of the things that I've read and been aware of throughout my life, point to, hey, you actually have a lot of choice when it comes to how you feel, when it comes to how you perceive interactions with other people, and when it comes to the energy that you bring to situations. You have a lot of choice about your experience and the meaning that you make about your experiences. And there's been something really empowering about that because I think when when we aren't aware of that, that meaning-making, story-making tendency that we all have, it happens one way or another. And sometimes when we're unaware of it, it happens in ways that are just kind of very reactive and based on what's familiar to us, what's been presented to us, you know, um, how how our caretakers relate to things, how our peers relate to things, how people in the media relate to things. And so to bring more conscious choice of, hey, How do I want to relate to life? How do I want to show up for all of this Uh, can be incredibly empowering. And I, I love that. I think empowerment and stepping into, you know, really being an active participant in your life and an active creator in your life is one of the best things that we can do for ourselves and for each other as a community. And ding ding ding, little caveat there that I feel like I'm deep in the process of learning and and enjoying uh, the benefits of of learning <laughs> is it's so much better when we don't just say, okay, i'm I'm the one. I'm the only one who has control over any of this. I need to only rely on myself, like when we go too hard on that. We close ourselves off from the love and God's love and wisdom and guidance that wants to shine through us and and help us and help us have even more profound experiences than we can conceive of, right? Because, I mean, we can have beautiful dreams. We can have beautiful aspirations. But so often, at least this has been my experience and something I've observed in others, what life ends up being, and in my mind, therefore, what God has planned for us, is even better and, and even more oh, like, juicy and dynamic and multifaceted than what we could self-author for ourselves. And so why not collaborate? Why not open yourself to the love that wants to support you? And, and help you feel even more alive, even more in love with life. So that's basically where I land with all this. I just like, I'm like, yes, sign me up. I want to feel more in love with life. I want to feel more supported. I want to feel like there's a deeper meaning to the life that I'm leading in my day-to-day existence. And it's beautiful because... These are these are big ideas I'm talking about, right? Meaning, life purpose. And so much of the time on this podcast I'm talking about what to me can feel like sweet little moments, right? Like in last week's episode, the the little handwritten letters that my grandma wrote. Her message of, "Hey, I'm sending you waves of love. Look for them." <laughs> Or the simple practice of pausing and taking a breath. Putting your hand on your heart, just feeling the warmth or just the presence, the pressure of your hand against your own skin. All these little moments, all these little simple things a letter, a bird flying by, a sunrise. Those may not seem like they encapsulate or even point to our life purpose. But it seems to be that by taking time to to be present with those moments and choose to notice love and choose to send love out and choose to sense the love signals finding their ways to us that it starts to create this bigger tapestry that is this beautiful life purpose and meaning that's that's bigger than than any of those individual parts but that actually it's like it lives like in a fractal way like it lives in the in the nucleus in the deep seed of those moments and maybe i just feel this way because this is clearly a deep part of my life mission and my life purpose being here is to connect with love signals and to find ways to share this idea and this experience. Like I said earlier, I want to bottle it up and just send it to you all because to experience the way that this feels, uh, these moments where I feel these waves of love and the deep support, it's so profound. And I, I just, I want you all to get to feel it. And so if, even if you just get to experience 1% of what I'm describing here by listening or by taking some of the ideas from this podcast and doing your own little love signal projects or experiments, I hope that those start to carve out the pathway for love to flow across the landscape of your life makes me think about how water finds the lowest point on a landscape our yard you know here we are in the desert and our yard is a little bit sloped and every once in a while it, it really rains out here and it's so fun to see how you know there's just some gentle curvature to the landscape but it becomes more pronounced and it's becoming more pronounced as time goes on as those that what was just once a little slight indent in the hill, it's now becoming a deeper a deeper channel that water flows through. And its it's like, it could just be a subtle imprint that something makes, an idea, a feeling, a moment, a pause, a breath. And that imprint can start to lay the groundwork for more love to collect there, right? Like water, it's collecting there and it starts to establish this groove for water to channel and move through you and whether it's your mind, your heart, your body, your whole life. I can really imagine that, that it's moving through you and and throughout you in your life. Becoming part of the landscape that is you and your being. Mm, love a water cycle analogy. I'm really into it. I... I've traveled a lot in my life, um, flying with my mom to many exotic places, and I remember always how fascinated I was by seeing the topography, you know, seeing the, the mountains and all the little kind of wrinkles to them, and then seeing how those would lead to what looked like waterways, whether they were kind of washouts and we were over a desert and there wasn't any water happening or, or if it, or it was rivers, you know, Mm, so good. (laughs) Well, I think we did it. I hope that this podcast helps you feel even just, just a, just a tiny whisper of this sense of love and love's presence in your life and love's eagerness to be part of your life and God's eagerness to be part of your life, to collaborate, to cheer you on, to support you, to help your life become its most wondrous iteration. So may you be well and there is so much love here for you. May you feel it more and more every single day in every single way until next time, take care.